0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another edition of the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Mastegale, alongside the usual band of suspects, head coach Tony Ursula, director of ops and SID, Tanner Lipset, and then our producer slash Boilermaker historian Corey Palm behind the scenes, checking in today. Uh, has I hope they didn't to-
1: zoom too closely on your hand there. Oh, you have no idea.
2: <laughs> How's everybody doing today? I'm doing Good. great. We're another day closer to the season starting here. Um, so yeah, it's it's great. The team's doing well and you know, I'm excited that falls here and we're on the verge of competing. Yeah. Are you
1: healing up okay?
2: I
0: got a lot of bruises. I know we're going to get in the paintball. It was great, but it, it, it hurt. We will yeah. get into that. We'll get into the paintball in just a second. Um, before we get into that, we've got a week and a half till official matches start. How's practice going on a daily basis? Getting Ten these guys days. into a routine, endurance, working on that?
2: No, I'm, I'm really happy with where the team's shape is and as far as you know, how excited and focused they are on their goals. You know, uh, we always talk about this. This uh, the work on this season started a long time ago. It started right after nationals last year, um, and so um, you know we're on the verge of, of realizing, you know, uh, or seeing what this hard work is going to do for these kids. So I'm really excited to watch these guys compete. Um, they're they're really focused. They look good. We've gotten some guys back as far as from injury. You know, they, where they've been cleared, and and so now you know we're we're together, and it's it's been great. I'm I'm really excited to see what these kids can do.
0: Well, we've got Wrestle-Offs coming up this weekend, but before we get to any, anything regarding Wrestle-Offs, yeah. we'll talk about this past weekend and the bruises yeah. that you just mentioned. Places uh, we won't mention. They're the, everywhere. Players.
1: He's got them everywhere.
0: They went on a paintball trip, everybody. That's where the bruises came from. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get whooped in the wrestling room. It was out on the paintball field. Uh, I'll let you explain a little bit about how that came to be. Was it the, the team's idea? Was it the coach's idea? It was the team's idea
2: every year we do you know you know a couple of things right on on weekends where we have openings to get together and just kind of enjoy each other's company you know so often it's easy to just put your head down and go to work and I do I love the work ethic of this team, like I said, where they're at, I'm very excited about their focus and their work, but you know you you really got to enjoy these times you know um being out of the room when you can enjoy each other's company. And it's not just about the season, right? Mm-hmm. It's about these these guys and building relationships with them and, and just, you know, who they are as people. I, I really enjoy this group. So they, they, they wanted paintball this year. And uh, we went out and we caught a beautiful day on Saturday. I think it was in the low 70s when we were out there from 4 to 6.30. And uh, I, t- I tell you what, it was a great time. Um, I just know at the end we had something called an Ironman match.
1: You got where... to tap out. Oh, that sounds <laughs> horrible.
2: Yeah, you had to tap out. You, you 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 know, the first three games, it was all fun, right? I mean, mm-hmm. eh, you get shot, you're out, stand on the sideline for a little while. This one was... Uh, you you're not out unless you say I'm out. I take a
1: knee and wave the white flag. It was, even, so- worse. It was even worse Ugh. for me because I ran out of ammo. Oh man! And again, this was this was my first time ever paintballing, so I, I had no idea what to expect. And so apparently, with these guns, when you ran out of ammo, your gun just like went crazy and like started like spitting out all the air in it. Like I mean, it's shaking in your hand and all the air's flying out and like and everybody's still shooting you at the same time. By yeah. the way, so it's, that was awesome. It's that a sounds bad place to be.
0: That sounds. Absolutely awful with an entire field full of wrestlers yes. of guys that are used to taking pain on a daily basis mm-hmm. That can stand out there and just for pride's sake Just be pummeled pelted. Yeah, just to not have to give up
1: are there dudes still standing out there pummeling each Yeah, other is the four team back later? yet? Well, are we called it. We called off the dogs okay. we, we made them come of, in They ran out they of ran ammo, out ammo. <laughs> you know, I,
2: They didn't start I,
0: throwing the guns throwing no, the right equipment. you're
2: double-egging each other <laughs> right. There was a few takedowns out there, but I, I based my strategy on the fact as, as Tanner said, I was running out of ammo and I made a poor tactical decision because I probably should have stayed behind the log <laughs> Very and just, poor. just let time run out or hit as long as I could. But I was, I was getting down to about, eh, it might have been 25, 30 paintballs. And I thought, well, if I just rush the hill, mm-hmm. I'll go down in a blaze of glory. And that's mm. how I saw Rambo it. Rambo style yeah yeah and I did I, tra- I charged the hill and I probably got a few good licks in but i I got surrounded quick by you five didn't, you four didn't realize or five how many guys. people were back there no they came from everywhere and I mean i, I was my front side my back side I, it's crazy the bruises that you come up with I, apparently I have really soft, fragile skin. Because uh, I, it's it's ugly right now, so I'm, I'm I'm anxious for this week to pass and my bruises to leave, so I don't have that reminder.
1: You you've got a lot. I've just got the one that really has hurt my pride. Parker Phileas shot me in the top in the of head. my head in the dome. You probably can't see it. It's 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 right right there. If you had any hair. Um, well, and then they Parker's like, yeah, your head kind of stood out. You know, being my first <laughs> time and all, I didn't had any. I thought maybe it was like a helmet. I didn't know what we were rocking, you know, as we got out there. It turns out it's just a, just face, a face mask. Face mask. Oh, yeah. So and I didn't have a hood. I didn't have Coach Vega got shot in the dome. Yeah. Mm. Vega took I accidentally masks. shot
2: Coach Shop in the side of the face. Accidentally. Accidentally, yes. You know. <laughs> you, that, that's that's how we're gonna sell, you had that's one story. On you had going to sell it. I took one. Yeah, I took one of the neck. Uh, it, it looks good though. It's better now. It, but it was I, it was a number of years since I've played, and, and it was a, it was a blast. It was a good call by the guys. It was here. awesome. I might have gone camping and canoeing. They wanted
1: paintball. I, I, I'm, so. I'm thinking cookout and yeah. some, some cold uh, waters. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> waters, yeah. Lots of water. You know, but, but it, it, was, it was great. And um, like I said, I, just, I really enjoy this group. They are a lot of fun. Um, you know, they're fun to be around. And so I look forward to traveling with these guys. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to do well on the mat. They're going to accomplish a lot of things this year. But spending time with these guys is, is really enjoyable. And, and that makes it all the more fun to work with them.
0: I mean, the, it's, it speaks for itself how important it is, uh, the bonding experience that these guys have on those, ki- those kinds of days or weekends or whatever, but also uh, how important is it to just break the grind of the daily, you know, they're getting up there, they're hitting the weight room, they're watching their, their weight, they're doing everything on a daily basis, and Especially then they just kind of get to, to, even though it's you know, high intensity where you get pelted with hundreds of paintballs, it's still a relaxing day to them to be able to break the grind a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's always key in training, right? I mean, beyond this, this was obviously a great experience with the team, and and they're important to do these things with the team, where you're together and it's not just wrestling centered, okay? And that's really important. But just to, as you mentioned, to break up the monotony sometimes of the grind, you know, so that you're not going stale in your training and you're it's you're keeping things fresh and and new. I think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I said. Everybody really enjoyed the day. I did, you know, and, and uh, that's after, you know, 20 or 30 bruises. But, um, yeah, it's uh, I, I'd be up for it again. I thought they, they hit it on the mark. It was a great idea. It was fun.
1: Who's the best shot on the team? Ooh. Oh, that's a great who, who question. Are you of,
0: who are you afraid of the most? Harriet uh, was pretty good. Harriet was good.
1: Phileas, obviously, I have a genuine fear of now. I just have yeah. a feeling like
0: Bruner, I know he hunts. Like, he just seems like the kind of guy that... Yeah, he, I mean, was, he, seems... he was all decked out in camo. Yeah, we, I believe it. <laughs> we had guys come with face paint, you some camo, on this
1: boots.
2: Yeah, I mean they they yeah. they really got into it. I, I just chose you know some really crummy sweats that I didn't mind getting dirty. Uh, these guys came ready to go. They came loaded for bear. So. <laughs> You know, Bruner he was. He was decked out. He had the boots and the camel. AJ, Coach Shop was really he was ready. Yeah. Coach Shop um, and
1: I had a nice run in the first game where we went up the left side and kinda like covered each other and alternated mm-hmm. in advance. Took out probably yeah. five or six guys that way. It was a good time. Then yeah. turned on each other in a Mexican standoff. And... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 did AJ take anything in the beard? Did uh...
2: I felt bad. I unloaded on him. Uh, right in the side of the face. Like, and, you know, we had a strategy going, too. He was in front of me, and I was behind, but he was kind of telling me where people were moving. You know, you, you think we're tactical geniuses here, right? And I'm shooting in a narrow lane, and he stuck his head out to see if somebody was still there while I was going, and then mm. caught him right in the side of the face, and that.
1: I felt, I felt bad. Friendly fire. friendly fire. I felt
2: bad for about that's five well. seconds. Yeah, um, I did get <laughs> about chastised. Five well, no, there's two stories. This is actually fun. I know we're spending too much time on this. No, I apologize. No way. It's <laughs> becoming a paper podcast. <laughs> Devin Schroeder got called "sunshine" by one of the officials. Oh,
1: that's
0: good. Oh,
2: you know, I forget stick. what it was a reference to, but he was he. Uh, you know, he. I don't know if he needed to follow the rules better. Like he might have pulled his mask up, and somebody said, "Hey, pull that mask down, sunshine." So he hated the Sunshine reference. I thought it was great. Uh, And then I did accidentally shoot the official too, and I felt bad. They have a castle, right? This is kind of cool. They have a castle. It has little corridors, and there's people up high. And we were getting down to the end of the second
1: game. And
2: um, we had we, we this outnumbered him vastly. Back,
1: this goes back to his bad decision making.
2: Yeah. So I, but I ran through the castle because there's only two guys left. Mm-hmm. Vegas one of them, and then I, I didn't know. I thought it was another guy, but it was the official. And I just you, you, you run through and just you're, you're laying down cover fire, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I laid it down hard, and I and I hit the official like he was five, <laughs> six feet away from me, and he caught it, he caught it in the back hard. A couple times. He, he
1: might have called you a couple things. He did.
2: He, he had he had a few things to say. He was a great sport about it. I felt bad, but man, yeah. we won't
0: go we won't go any deeper than this. But it had to feel good as a head coach, given the official, you know, given giving it back yeah. to an official one time.
2: How many times <laughs> in your career as a coach do you get a chance just to shoot
0: a game official? How many times right. this
1: coming season are you going to wish you had a, pay- this yeah. ball a paintball gun? This <laughs>
0: sounds like a great <laughs> idea for convention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's an, instead of a challenge brick, each coach will have a paintball gun. And you get unloaded and that's, on the official? That's how you let the official know but I'd like to challenge this. tensions would be <laughs> high. Well what
1: happens if you miss?
0: Hey. Then you do you not get your
1: challenge? You if probably you miss? gotta let the
2: whole crowd see. Yeah, you gotta let the crowd
0: you gotta let the crowd know. Yeah. That's danger. Well, oh, I like that. I like if, it, if, if you miss, you don't get to challenge. you got to hit, gotta hit, gotta hit the official. you got to hit the official. And maybe that will make officials make a little bit better calls because they know they're going to get Boy. shot with a paintball gun. If they to,
1: to every official out there, this, this conversation is clearly in jest. We are. Yeah, this yeah. Yeah. is all hypothetical oh, yes. <laughs> any <laughs> violence
2: towards uh Yes, The, yes. the <laughs> fact know. that I'm so excited <laughs> is only just hypothetical.
0: <laughs> I guess, yes. It's uh, not only is it a break from the monotony and, and uh, the bonding, like I said, speaks for itself, but... Kind of what you've mentioned here. It's also pretty active. I mean, you're out running around. It's I'm not sore. It's not just like a day off. I mean, yeah, you're sore from getting hit with paintballs, but you're also sore from. I mean, you're running, diving, ducking, trying to get out of the way. A lot of crouching. Yeah. yeah. A lot of crouching, hiding behind hide. things. So even though they got the the break from their their normal daily routine, they're still out there doing something physical, yep. and that's good for them to make that decision that even on our day off, we're going to go out and do something physical. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, we call it, if you want like
2: a coaching term, we call it active recovery days, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we're always trying to find days in in summer, for instance, you know, when we, you know, we're not in season, we might play soccer with two balls, you know, twice the action, the balls are flying around, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So you you go soccer with two balls or you play handball or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it might be, you know, frisbee football. So it is, it's just, it's ways to break up your training where you're still doing something active. You're not on the mat. Maybe sure. you're letting your body kind of, you know, recover a little bit, but you're still doing something. Those are all, those are all great things to add in, you know, to your training mm-hmm. where you're not, you know, it's not the
0: same stale thing all the time. Right. Well, speaking of getting into routine, breaking up the, the monotony, they have actual matches coming up this weekend. Got mm-hmm. uh, wrestle-offs on Saturday, which are open to anyone who wants to come out into the, the wrestling room to watch. Uh, get your first look at the 2019 2020 Boilers this season. Uh, before we get into any of the matchups, it's a big week just for these guys to be able to get into the routine of they have official or semi official weigh in on Saturday mm-hmm. of getting into that weekly routine of what it's going to be like. Every week, you start your Monday, you got to get your drop this amount of weight Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way up until go time.
2: Yeah, and Elaine was just in on Monday because, as you said, this is we're making weight so on uh, saturday morning they're going to make scratch weight that's what we call making your weight exactly on the numbers 125.0 you know they're not going to give any pounds per se sometimes mm-hmm. you may give you know plus one or plus two pounds on a wrestle off but we decided on scratch um and so elaine was in walking through what that's going to be for them this week now a lot of the older guys obviously they know what that routine looks like but Every year you have several freshmen, you know, red shirt freshmen that are doing this for the first time. So uh, essentially this is a walkthrough. This week uh, we'll mimic what we do leading up to competition quite a bit so you know once we get into that last 48 hour window when they start squeezing the water out of their body mm-hmm. and then make that scratch weight you know what are they eating what is their warm-up going to look like right. you know as they get ready to compete just you know taking them through a dress rehearsal of what we want it to be next week once we're up at the michigan state open mm-hmm. okay so
0: having that walkthrough is important so why did you uh as a coaching staff you mentioned that sometimes you'll decide you can give them one pounds or two pound allowance why is it that you guys decided to go with scratch weight that it's their, their weight class is the, is the top that they can be at? That's
1: a good question.
2: Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, we had a couple guys change weight classes, you know, move down and that's in the preview. You know that that uh, Tanner's released this week, and you'll see the upper weights later as well. But it, it's it's about having them go down and feel what it is this week. We thought it was more important to have them at scratch weight mm-hmm. uh, than to give them pounds. You know what I mean? Because guys changing weight classes or different things of that nature. Right. So that's really what's factored into the decision.
0: Well, one thing, another thing that you mentioned is the the time period between the weigh in. And when their match comes because Mm -hmm. the the days leading up to that they're dropping weight like you said they're trying to squeeze all the water they can out to be able to get down to that point what does that window look like between weighing in and their first match because i know when i was a wrestler this is way back my freshman year of high school i had to drop weight i did it very poorly (laughs) i also as soon as i weighed in i made weight i had about four hours until my first match and I ate like garbage. Mm-hmm. And I know that's the wrong way to do it. I, I was a freshman in high school, I don't have all the resources that, that you have and you, this team has obviously. <laughs> so what does that look like? As that from way to their first match of kind of getting their strength back maybe or yeah. getting back up to speed?
2: So it, it all depends too, whether it's a duel or a, uh, a tournament weigh-in because the, the weigh-in times are different, right? First day of a tournament a two-hour weigh-in versus a dual meet where it's a one-hour weigh-in. So when you have a little bit more time, you know, obviously, you can, you have a little more time to digest things, right? So you can have maybe a little bit more protein, say like a sandwich or things like that, but you're still looking for high energy foods that are quickly absorbed into your body. You know what I mean? Yogurt, you know, fruits, things of that nature as well. Okay. Um, And then obviously you have, you have the water, the Gatorade, things like that to rehydrate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, The practices aren't, aren't what they used to be in terms of dehydration. Yeah, we're talking about squeezing water out of your body, but it's not too, you know, a huge deficit like it used to be you know when I was you know in college boy that you know we, we could use saunas and plastics and those things have all been taken out of the sport and replaced with you know just science and, and resources and Elaine and, and then these nutrition tables and, and you know the nutrition stations outside of the weight rooms that everybody has so it really comes down to a science and Elaine will even tell these guys what to eat you know when they're this many bouts out say at a tournament versus this many bouts out you know when you're on deck you could have this or if you're you know ten bouts or hundred bouts out. You know, it, it's all laid out for them where if they follow the plan, they'll be fine. And there's always tweaking. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know, it's, it's an individual thing. So we still re- leave the room up, um, the, you know, open for the possibility of, well, this didn't work. So how about this? And we'll try that. And that's what this week's about. You know, we'll tweak based on how they made weight, how they warmed up, how they performed and looked in their matches. We'll make adjustments for the next one. You know, and then after uh, Michigan State, we'll do the same thing again, where we evaluate, you know, how they made weight, you know, how the nutrition went, how their warm up went, and then how they performed. So that you hope to have that down, you know, once you're a few weeks into the season, you're making weight relatively easy, on time, feeling good, and performing well. So it it, it will be a continual uh, tweak with with certain guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially the young guys, we're going to watch them close because it's their first time. And some of them you know, had some of the same bad habits that you had. Yep. You know, they, they didn't have those resources, and so th- they've got to learn you know, um, because every match is going to be like your junior national championship match or right. your, your state finals, let's say. You know, just to draw a comparison, it's not, you know, you could do things poorly and still get away with it. That's not going to be the case. You know, you can't afford to have a down match.
1: It's always been interesting to me watching guys over the years how different they all are and how much, how you know, and how their demeanor is. You know, some guys get really cranky when they get down to weight. Some guys (laughs) are the same. You know, some guys... uh, you know, are real steady and they keep it down the whole time. Some guys fluctuate a little bit. It's, it's really interesting to see how, how they do it and how it affects different guys. Sure. You,
2: you know, and that's part of, I think, um, still what I really appreciate about the sport is that discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. It, listen, it affects people in different ways. But I do, I love, and this goes back to recruiting maybe a little bit, you look for guys who handle those kinds of things still with a smile on their face or still is going to have a great attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are invaluable to your team because those challenges are inevitably coming where you're going to be hurt, you're going to be beat up or sick, or maybe just making weight is hard, practice is hard. Mm-hmm. And if you can find kids who keep uh, you know, that, that, hey, that smile on their face or they still have a great attitude about it, like I'm going through something that's really hard, and this hurts, and it's not fun, but hey, you know what? You know, there's worse things. You know, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to push. Those, those things are great to have around your team because it does get a little tougher. right? This is a tougher week. They're going to make weight for the first time. Um, but what we do tell you, too, the most important thing is when you're going through that is you, you got to stay disciplined in your thoughts. right? you got to control this. The first time down to weight, your body might react a little negatively. It's not been down for a long time. So even if you're not cutting a lot of weight, you might feel it a little bit okay but man control this stay disciplined in your mind uh you know and uh, your body's gonna catch up here you know it's gonna adjust to what you're doing you're gonna get it figured out and you're gonna perform well but but hanging on to this uh and you know the mental aspect of the sport and really staying dialed in is is key to that
0: well elaine wanstreet team dietitian invaluable to the team as you've mentioned a, a couple times i did talk to her uh, yesterday, actually, and she did say that she's more than happy to come on the show at some point mm-hmm. in the next couple weeks, especially leading up to Thanksgiving, when these guys are that's in the a, middle of that's their a, that's season. A good there you, idea. you go. Uh, that's a good so idea. she's happy to come on. Always a fan favorite to have Elaine on. Uh, leading up to the match, we talked about how they they put weight back on for the match to kind of get their bodies back in 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 this shape. Come Monday morning, how how much weight are these guys up like? How much? How much do these guys generally have to cut by the time they get from from end of the weight room on Monday morning to by the time they get to weigh-ins on Saturday? Yeah. What's what are they usually? Has? Is it four or five pounds? They get up to ten pounds? No, nah, Well,
2: week? it can be it can be different based on your weight class, right? Mm-hmm. The the rules only allow you to lose one and a half percent of your body weight per week. Right. Okay, so um, that number is going to fluctuate depending on you, the weight class. You got to do
1: math, Corey. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm out.
2: Everybody, get your get your calculators out, right, and look at the weight classes, and that's what you can lose per week. So mm-hmm. that's what they will look at. They'll so once it becomes official, and so we go to Michigan State and you weigh in, they're going to look at that weigh in number. We're going to enter that into the database, and they they can lose no more than, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. one and a half percent of their body weight per week if they're making a descent say to another weight or whatever. Right. So it's always going to depend on, on their weight class. So obviously the, the heavier, the upper weights can lose a little bit more per week. Sure. And that's what the preseason and this early season about is <clears throat> getting your body weight to settle you know, in a reasonable spot where mm-hmm. you're not fluctuating severely. Okay, that's what we want to avoid. Mm-hmm. We want to get their weight and their metabolism to settle you know, within range so every week it's used to that descent, you know what I mean? Make weight on time, feel good, go compete. Yes, there's gonna be a slight increase in your weight, you know what I mean, just from rehydrating and, all, and those things, but it shouldn't be severe. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we're looking for and that's what Elaine is really focusing on with these guys, it's, it's more in percentages of their
0: body weight than anything. Mm. Well, wrestle, wrestle offs coming up Uh, This weekend, I'll let you explain a little bit to the people at home what exactly wrestle-offs are. I know Mm -hmm. there's You know, there's guys that are staples of the lineup There's some new faces that are working themselves into the lineup So I'll let you explain a little bit about what you what you guys are looking for as a coaching staff uh, With wrestle-offs.
2: Yeah, well, and I think um, it's important to understand that um, you can have lots of different um, you know, outlooks or place you know importance at different levels on a wrestle off. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, especially this year, I'd, I'm not putting a lot of importance on it. That's not to say that that uh, I'm not going to be watching closely. I am. Uh, but when these kids know each other so well, winning a match maybe on riding time or having a very closely decided match. Uh, Is not as big an indicator, maybe, of who they are as a performer or what they're capable of as when we go to the Michigan State Open. And that's where these open tournaments are invaluable because I'll get to see them in the same bracket. You know, Mm -hmm. say we have 333 pounders, they're going to be in the same bracket together and I can judge them against similar competition. And I really want to see how these kids perform in front of the crowds, in front of the lights, against good competition. I, I, I put more value on that, honestly, than I do, you know, can you beat your team? teammate who is very familiar with you and your tactics. Now, um, it is, I I tell the kids, this is an indicator though of how our lineup could shake out. So there is importance here, but uh, I want them to know that this is part of the decision process to who's gonna represent our team. And so I think that's important for people to understand. And and I've probably, you know, uh, I've coached at other schools and other teams where, you know, WrestleOffs decided it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was that clear cut. Uh, but I do feel like this year that we have several guys who are going to be close with them where I'm more interested in what it's going to be in this open competition
0: than than just a wrestle-off in our own room. Well, speaking of weight classes that are seemingly wide open, the 133 spot that you just mentioned, yep. uh, you got Travis Ford Melton is the true freshman, the only new face, really. Uh, the other three guys have all been around for at least a year, but it's a spot that's wide open because it was held by Ben Thornton yeah. for the last couple years uh, so a spot that hasn't really been up for grabs until now uh, what are you looking to see out of all four of those guys at that spot to see I'm who's actually really to, excited to, to see some that. of
1: those matches see how those guys do
0: Yeah I mean it is it's truly wide
2: open like mm-hmm. you said and I'm sure that any one of those guys feels like they have a great shot at at being the guy there so I'm really watching for the kid who who is willing to risk more. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for guys to come out, as I said, to try to win a close match, try to hang on and win for riding time. I would rather see guys who really want to sell out and compete, go score points and leave it all out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might see a mistake or two, but I I would be really encouraged to see a kid who's willing to go out and be really aggressive and get after people and score points because those are the guys that you can really develop. You know, guys that are willing to risk more to gain something are the guys that will improve. You know, yes, they'll make some mistakes along the way and you might have to have some patience, but from the start of the season to the end of the season, those guys have the, the greatest potential to come the furthest for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, in particular, at that weight, I'm really looking for guys who maybe are, are willing to risk it and get out there and score points and, and, and work you know, harder in those seven minutes
0: than, than their teammates. Well, one step up, go to the 141 weight class. <clears throat> Nate Lennox, Parker Filius. Filius making the drop down to 141. Alec uh, White, don't forget Alec, about Alec White. Yeah, I was White. Just White, say Alan yes. Lemix is the the old man of the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parker Filius. Incumbent. Right, Parker Philius dropping down. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to pick any winners for the rest of these matchups. Yeah. Just, just, just so we're I not appreciate gonna create, that. Not going to create any <laughs> that's, controversy. That's ever. in their hands that this yeah. weekend. He's that is order. in their hands. <laughs> <I> that's <is laughs> out not, of my hands. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you to decide any. <laughs> You're of these not going to ask him which of
1: his kids is his favorite. <laughs> no, no,
0: I'm not going to ask that. But whoever is responsible for those bruises may already yes. be starting from from yeah. a lower position. Two points down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: I like that. That's a, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yep.
0: <laughs> Uh, Between those guys at the 141 spot, uh, Parker Filius trying to come down and and take Mm -hmm. over that spot, uh, what are, what are some of the things you got to see out of each one of those guys to take over that spot? Yep. Uh, at first, I think it's important we'll have
2: Nate Lemx will be up at, at 49 uh, start to start year, the year. Uh-huh. That's something where he's, he's going to be up at 49. So this weekend you'll have really the two right now. Um, well, you have three. you have Bjorn Schroeder, you have Alec White and you have Parker Phileas mm-hmm. um, all capable um, all you know with significant accomplishments in their career as well. So I'm really interested to see, um you know how those things shake out i think there's going to be some really good battles uh they're they're they, they do things right they're all going to be in shape they're going to have their weight you know under mm-hmm. under control and so that is that is a going to be a, a pretty hotly contested um you they're going to go around
1: robin right they're all going go yes. to go two matches get to see everybody Yep, we'll get a full view of, of, of all three of them and, and what they're. Yeah, what I would say doing. that
2: that would be one of our more competitive <clears throat> weight classes. Just from sheer, you know, they've you know they've all been in college for a few years. There's no true freshman in that weight, you know, right? They've all been in there and, and and been in the battles and to some extent won some tough matches. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, how that shakes out.
0: Well, I think another weight class that, it, at least to me, seems very interesting to see how it shakes out. Uh, you may agree or disagree, is the 184 spot. I mean, Max Lyon has had that position as a true freshman, as a as a sophomore uh, coming into this season, as a junior. But there's guys nipping at his heels. I know Jared Florell's been out and wrestled some matches mm-hmm. at 184 and 197. Thomas Panola uh, is also in the mix there. So I think that 184 spot, while it's been held by the same guy for the last two years, I still think you know those yep. those guys that are behind him are real close behind him.
2: Florell's very capable. You know, and he's looked good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think Jared and, and Max will be an intriguing matchup. Um, if you look at uh, 97, that's where Panola's going to wrestle off. Panola's um, going to bump. He's going off. He's going he's to be at 97. Him and Bruner um, will will wrestle off there. That will be a very intriguing. Thomas is as hard a worker as any on the team, and I think everybody on the team would tell you that as well. Like, he's he, uh, he sacrifices and works his tail off, and so it, it'll be interesting to see how far... Uh, Thomas has come you know he placed last year at 184 uh, in the Midlands tournament which as a true freshman is is something to take note of. So um, I'm really excited to see what um, uh, Panola and Christian will look like, as well as, you mentioned Florell and Max. There's some good individual battles there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, these guys know each other very well, so it's always not the, the indicator that I want from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanna see them against somebody that doesn't know their 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 attacks or their style, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and see what that really looks like to get a clear evaluation of, of who really Uh, can score points for us Mm -hmm. at the NCAAs I mean let's let's face it at the end of the year um, and and you want to win every time you're out there that's important Uh, these kids they you know they know that but you're looking at March um, like how can we get the most points for this team at the national championships to move us up that leaderboard Mm -hmm. and that's really uh, what you want to think about you know Um, so that that's kind of where we go it's it's not just you know, oh, he's looked good against the poor guys, right? You're going to really watch those close matches early on and, and who sticks their nose in and, and competes well and, and, and can give us a chance to, you know, move through the bracket at Nationals.
0: And there's so many things that you can learn about these guys during this, especially since you know, you know both guys so well. Like you mentioned, these guys know each other so well that – they kind of come into the match with a little bit of a game plan of what that what that other guy's weakness is, what what can I do to expose that person, and then also being able to adapt on the fly, what they're gonna look like with thirty seconds left in the third period, what what your opponent's gonna look like with thirty seconds left in the third period.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of familiarity in these, especially from from our standpoint in the fact that, you know, this will not be the first time we've watched these two guys wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. Whether we're talking about a drill, whether we're talking about, you know, a live go, whatever it is we're talking about. So we already have preconceived notions of of what they do in certain positions and what they do. And so when we see something different, if a guy, you know, if we go into we go a match and, and we get either an outcome that we didn't expect mm-hmm. or we get a positional situation that comes out in a way we didn't expect or it's, uh, it's always really interesting to see how these guys grow and how they change and, like you said, how they plan for a match, mm-hmm. what they're going to bring into it. But really, I mean, it's like Coach said, it's like when just – who's gonna compete, who's gonna come in, and they're gonna bring it that day because they, you know, whether it is that they're, they're thinking that they want the spot, or if they just, I mean, just, just guys that just wanna win. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't they don't care that there's nothing on the line. They just wanna win.
0: Do you, ever, do you ever watch these matches, especially between two guys that you know so well, you know, maybe they're seniors. I know there's a lot of times in matches against other teams where you're watching a guy, and they may do something that you haven't seen them do before, and you're kinda of wondering, like, where'd that come from? Uh, is it the same in these matches where you know these guys so well and then you may see something that, you're, that throws you off that, that you didn't know this guy had in them or uh, do they answer those kind of questions for you?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you, you want to see guys continue to grow, right? I mean, every year, even though you have, might have the same team, and this is what I love about coaching, you ha- you might have the exact same guys on your team, but it's they're a year older. There's there's a year of growth there. There's a year of experience there, and so you want to see them handle certain situations that maybe they didn't handle as well last year better because they've been there before and they'll handle that moment better this time. Um, and-, and there's no here's where to to me the the real um, you know um, rest have value is okay, we're going to start and stop. You're out of bounds. We're back to the center. You know what I mean? There's 20 seconds left. You're down by one. You're up by one. How are you going to handle this? Mm -hmm. What tactics are you going to use? And and so you want to see kids okay, he handled this much better than he did last time. You know, he was down by one. He had 20 seconds to go and he really chain wrestled. He didn't take one shot. He got stuffed and stopped and couldn't wrestle through the position, mm-hmm. okay? He, he went from A to B to C to A, you know what I mean? And, and he kept moving through those 20 seconds. He put a lot of things together and found a way to score. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the growth that you're looking for. And so those, those are what I really enjoy about the matches at least is, okay, yes, there's gonna be some familiarity, but now we got, a, we got an official. And we got a whistle and we've got riding time and all that's going together and you, yeah there'll be some crowd there watching you know what i mean and so now how do they handle that that's mm-hmm. the real value to me it's not just did you win on five seconds of riding time or did you beat your teammate by yeah. one point is how did situationally you handle those things and you know let's face it where every year you're trying to add a skill set to your kid you know what mm-hmm. i mean you know you're not trying to add 50 things but you're trying to add two or three things maybe from each position and add some new wrinkles and you want to see if they're picking up those wrinkles where they can take it from practice and you know um, mix it in with, with their live matches. That's where you want to see that those things start to appear where those little wrinkles, now you're starting to see in, in actual competition.
0: And that's even invaluable with especially more, in particular, the true freshmen that are on the team that have their first opportunity to get into a real match, even though they're facing someone that's on their team and it doesn't actually count towards their record. They get to be in a real match setting, like you said. All the the we've got a referee, we've got out of bounds, we're resetting, we've got writing time to be able to actually get into a match and see what it feels like to be going a hundred percent against another collegiate Big Ten wrestler.
2: Yeah, and I mean, let's just face it. Some young kids, you have to do that. You know, you just you have to have more of those. Experiences. Have to throw them to the fire a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they've got to have those experiences, and then they can draw on it. I mean, I remember. Uh, my true freshman year at, at the University of Iowa and Coach Gable had uh, Lincoln McElravey wrestle matches on the floor. He had come out a red shirt and, and um, you know, didn't have the performance that he wanted um, you know, that first match in Carver-Hawkeye. So I, I believe it was the next week. It's been a lot of years since then, guys. But I believe it was that next week, there was a mat down on Carver, and, and I think Lincoln was wrestling matches. You know, that wasn't part of my training program that week, mm-hmm. but that was Lincoln, you know what I mean? And so creating those situations is important for those yeah. kids. They, they've got to go through that routine, as I said. i got to get warmed up. I'm going to go out on the floor, in the arena. I'm going to compete. Here's an official, right? And so going through that um, so that you've been there, done that, so to speak, is, is, is important, especially sometimes for young kids.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone be sure to come out and check out Boilers for the first time this season. 9 a.m., right?
1: 9 a.m., Blake Wrestling Center in Lambert Fieldhouse.
0: Should be exciting. First chance to see, the, like I said, the 19 or the 2019-2020 uh, roster. So if you have any questions, any comments, anything you'd like to be discussed, be Send sure them to tweet, us. comment, at Purdue Wrestling on all social platforms. Uh, leave a comment under the podcast of anything you'd like to hear or... Or get talked about.
1: We're uh, really excited to bring the, the podcast to you guys in a bunch of different ways. We're working with a new, uh, a new platform, so it'll be, it'll be available on Apple, be available on Google, a um, bunch of stuff I've never heard of, but uh, it's out there for you to find. So uh, we hope you take advantage and listen.
0: And if there's platforms that we still don't know about yet, because Tell it seems us. like a new one pops up every single day, to tell us where you're listening at and we'll do our best to get it on there. Uh, So for Coach Tony Erickson, Tanner, Corey, I'm Hunter Massingill. As always, we're up.